All right. And we are back for a third time to record the sixth episode of Manic Podcasting. Maybe this time we will get it right. I'm hoping. I really am hoping. <laughs> okay, so I'm here with Gravel, and he be doing a lot of shit. This is I hope to see. Including, namely, DNA. So why don't you tell us a little bit, give us a little DNA commercial for us. Okay, well, I'm Gravel Bear. Founder of Donuts and Alcohol, DNA. We are an interview series on YouTube, and we interview local artists. Not limited to local artists, but that's where we're at right now. Um, any genre, really. We've kind of been focusing around hip-hop and R&B, and we like to interview brands as well. Pretty much give them a platform to get their word out there, get their message out there, and get the shine that they deserve. Hell, motherfucking yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> okay, so what's the best part for you about working in the Cincinnati local scene? Um, I like how hands-on I can be and how approachable everyone is and just the vibes I get off. I started Dennis and Alcohol, and I really just started going out to the, the shows afterwards, and people would come up to me like, oh, my God, I, I love what you're doing. This is exactly what the city needs, and that's all the... Uh, all I need to keep going is people appreciating what I'm doing and it means a lot yeah for sure and I think it's definitely important to the people as well because it gives them kind of hope and it gives them kind of like drive to keep going like exactly. oh we have all these things available at our disposal because it's always just been like self diploma yeah like that's representative of like the rap scene and then like self diploma has been off the map for a while they didn't even really do anything to... <laughs> right they just did those like fountain square concerts well they would have bit. they would have like Wiz Khalifa or Kid Cudi come in and then like their DJs and yeah and then they're like it. set local rappers like Puck and everyone like that I mean shout out to self diploma because yeah. I did go to those shows and stuff and they brought some big talents here but I'm trying to be more consistent I'm yeah. trying to not be gone in two, three years. I want to keep this going, and I want to focus on the local talent and giving them the, you know, the shine they need, rather than bringing other people in. And right, just more of the same stuff. Yeah, you yeah. Start from the bottom. Bring people up together. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. So what is? I don't want to say the worst part because I feel like that sounds kind of negative. So, like, what's the most trouble that you've run into with DNA and hosting DNA and being a part of it? Um, at the moment, it is probably just financial, finding sponsors and stuff, because it's definitely not free to rent out space and um, have a team of people working all together. So, it's all, a lot of out-of-pocket right now, which, whatever, it's the first year, we're only six, seven months in. I, um, I mean, I expected that, but the other thing is just, you know, with the love, there's hate, you know, yeah. there's people bummed asking to be on, and it's like, you know, this is our format, this is how many times we shoot, we're probably not shooting for a couple months, and then they get mad at me, F you, y'all are whack anyways, blah, 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 but you, like, you wanted like, to be on like the you show, out, so you approached me, <laughs> and now you're calling me whack, because I don't know who you are. <laughs> Stupid. That's so funny. Yeah, I mean, you know, people be hating. That's, yeah, whatever. That's just how it be. You know, if you're successful, people won't hate. Exactly. And if they were successful, I wouldn't know about them and have them on the show. So. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, talking spicy. 
So what was the inspiration for DNA? Like, how did it become a thing? Um, I was in college. I went to Hawking College for music management. Um, I went out there. I had rapped before, and not that it wasn't working. It's just oversaturated. Yeah. Everyone you talk to, I'm a rapper. I'm a, I got so many <laughs> songs on SoundCloud, and that gets annoying after a while. Yeah. I mean. I was a part of that bunch for a minute. Yeah, I mean, we all we all were. It's all good, but I wanted to take it a step further and be like, you know, I see there's a bunch of rappers, but what does it matter if there's a bunch of rappers and they're not getting seen? That doesn't right. make any sense. So I wanted to start throwing events and um, kind of curating shows myself because I feel like I've always had kind of an ear for for talent. And um, I went to school and got put in this radio class where we hosted these live from Studio A's where we would have nationwide talent come in and um, basically they'd come in, I'd interview them, they'd play a couple songs live in the studio. My buddy Chris would engineer it. And us two were really the only two that would take it serious. So yeah. I tried to book as many artists as we could. Um, I was every like Tuesday and Wednesday or Tuesday and Thursday or something. And um, just get the keys to the studio, have them come in. We ended up doing like 50 bands and artists in a, in a semester. So, wow. That's yeah, it was problem. a lot. But it was it was fun. Like, it, yeah. I, really, I really got a kick out of interviewing people and... Um, just me and my buddy Chris, we just worked really well together. So when I came back to Cincinnati last May, I was throwing shows and couldn't really get that many people out, out right. there, not as many as I wanted. So I was like, for a whole new promotion tactic, I wanted to interview these artists and let the people see, hey, you know, this is what this artist is about. They only not only make good music, but they're good people. I ended up doing that and it turned into, originally doing four, it turned into like 12. And we're like, we got something here, you know, like yeah. we're going to release one a week and um, keep the ball rolling. And it's really just supposed to be a podcast, no video or anything. But my roommate, Jake, who's been like my best friend forever. Shout out to Witty. Yeah, shout out to Witty. <laughs> um, he's in school for audio video. So I was able to get a bunch of cameras from school and kind of all just came together. And um, yeah, the, the feedback was amazing. I was not expecting that. This was just literally just to promote shows that I was having and it turned into this whole, you know, we're on season three now, interviewed yeah. over 36 artists, so. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. yeah, and you guys market yourself really, really well. It's like one day I woke up and done and I called this punk's day. Yeah, like it was, day. it was crazy. We got, um, we had our buddy Gianni make us a, um, a, uh, logo and then we put it out there, um, and then some other guy, random guy from uh, named Chase, he hit us up and was like, "Hey, I took your logo and I made it even better. It's a f for free, guys. You know, I love what you're doing." That's so cool. It was like, "Oh shit!" That's <laughs> awesome. know, thank you, thank you. So yeah, big shout out to him. Uh, yeah, it was, just, it was wild. People just hitting us up left and right. Thank, not even like, I'm only being nice to you because I want to get on the show. It was yeah. like genuinely like, "This is amazing, guys." Right. Like. Because for so long, I feel like there's been so much talent in Cincinnati that's just, like, hasn't been heard. Mm -hmm. Like, nobody's really, like, sought it out. So I think it's important to have something like this to put people on the map to, like, show other people who aren't really, like, that invested in doing the research that, like, hey, these people yeah. exist. This is a platform where you can find them. And this is how you can learn about them and their music and things like that. And I think that's really important for people, too, especially nowadays with the whole, like, culture being instant gratification yeah, yeah, type yeah. thing. People just 
have information in their face all the time. So turning uh, turning the Cincinnati local scene into something like bigger and more tangible mm -hmm. and something that you can like witness and soak in and appreciate is just awesome. Yeah, yeah, appreciate that. I yeah, we'll do all the research for everyone. Just, just watch watch <laughs> just the show. Watch the fucking show. We'll do all we'll do all the hard work. Tune just, in. Yeah. Okay, so I wanted to ask you a little bit more about the local scene. Um, what's your favorite venue that you've hosted an event at? Um, I usually host all my events at yesterday's. I love yesterday. I do too. It's it's a little out of the way in Mount Adams, but it doesn't have that Mount Adams vibe. It's a real kind of smaller bar, cheap drinks, yeah. stage. Shout out to Michael. I've been friends with him forever. He gave me the opportunity right when I came back from school to you know, start throwing shows, so that meant a lot. And I'm, I'm loyal to them, so, like, you know, I like them. But I also like, I think Motor's pretty cool, NOTR. I think the Mach B is underutilized. I feel like I'm going to throw a really dope show there sometime soon, but just, like, that whole tunnel they got is so cool. Yeah. The acoustics are great. Right, the, um, right, right. They got a bar in there, like, Yeah. Anywhere really. I don't really get out to North Side as much as I'd like to, but mostly OTR is is popping. Yeah. Cool. What is your? Who is your favorite artist that you've ever interviewed for DNA? Yikes, that's tough. Favoritism. Uh, yeah. <laughs> or most fun, or they're like all, most enjoyable. All my little babies. Um, <laughs> Most fun would probably be Tribe because that was the first time we kind of threw a, a live performance in there. Oh, uh, true. Yeah. Try, I can't. <laughs> I can't do that shit uh, as easy as it does. But they were great. Just hearing their story was great. How they all came together. Yeah. How much they did for the city. I love them. Um, our Monty C Benjamin episode is really special. That was a season premiere. Of season two, and that that led to a great relationship with him. Doing these Cincy Secret shows, those were amazing. Um, Are you still gonna be doing more of those? Eh, it's up in the air. I'd like to. It's just getting the team back together. And, um, yeah, and I imagine like searching for venues to find. Would no, be we had we had the venues, which is the cool thing. It was the whole idea behind it was to pop up and have um, shows in inconvenient. Or unconventional lo yeah. locations, so right. like at a boutique or even at someone's apartment. Um, you did that at was, a winery once, right? Yeah, it was like a winery yeah. Thing. So yeah. it was, yeah, it was amazing. It was just we would send out the the address a day of, and still everyone would show up. We had like a cap of seventy five people, and one hundred and fifty people would RSVP, not knowing the artist, not knowing the. Um, Location or anything, so. and that's Cincinnati love, yeah, that's, people. That's crazy. It's it's insane. That's exactly what the city needs is more stuff like that. And yeah, I agree. Yeah, it's more like a. You don't want to just go there to see the people. It's like the people that are gonna be there. I've yeah. met so many people. So many people just showing up and being there, and it's it was it's amazing. Yeah, I yeah. think through that you guys have definitely like built a little community. I've noticed. Yeah. Yeah. That's that's the whole goal here is yeah. to build a community and everyone just help each other out, be positive and cut the hate. Yeah, because I know I'm a part of um, 
Aaron's whole calendar thing. Yeah. That's super cool. That's a really good idea that she yeah, came up with. Yeah. That's awesome. Because then you can keep up to date with whatever's going on. Exactly. That's that's one of the bigger problems I think we have is we are trying to unify, but there's so many different artists, so many different venues. People are throwing shows on the same night without communication, and it's yeah. really, I think it works, but it would be so much better if we could get everybody. Yeah, if everybody worked together, yeah, kind of coordinate yeah. schedules. Which is still crazy that I can throw a show at yesterday's and have the place packed, and then someone can throw a show in OTR or whatever and have the place packed. Right. It's it's pretty insane how how strong the different. You know, that's just the rap scene too. I mean, yeah. there's a whole rock, indie rock scene, and mm, metal scene, scene yeah. yeah, and all sorts of crazy shit. I just recorded some guys from the hardcore scene last uh, Friday, so that was cool Ooh. to see. Yeah, and it's cool to see like like the different communities, and, and it makes you really realize how big Cincinnati really is. Yeah, like, it's wild. You don't realize the fucking talent in this city until you sit down with the people that are literally inside of it on a daily basis exactly. and they're like yo this is going on and this is going on and this is going on and this is what we're doing and this is what these people are doing and it's like holy shit i had no idea you know <laughs> yeah, exactly. like it opens your mind to a whole new world and i think that's why dna is important too and i think that's why just like throwing events and like giving people venues and stuff is like so cool and so important because like for the longest time like nobody really did have anywhere that they could do that exactly like, nowhere yeah. like i can't even I, I don't even remember the last time i was able to tell you that there was a venue that they could go to to even open mic exactly you know yeah and it was like i felt like when we were in high school it was like there's not shit to do just go over a friend's house and right. smoke let's weed get and get as, let's get as drunk as we can and wake up the next morning and feel like shit yeah it's like i don't know if it i was just on the outside or what but like when i came back from college it was like I felt this whole new resurgence of, yeah. of just art and music, and the city's just alive. I don't, I don't know if it was like that before I left, but <laughs> when I came back, it was it was just something completely new, and I'm I'm glad I came back and didn't go somewhere else. Right. So that's that's one of my biggest pet peeves with people here. It's like, oh, I'm gonna I'm gonna leave Cincinnati. I can't wait till I leave Cincinnati. Cincinnati's the problem, not me. And it's like, if you can't make it here, what it makes you think you're gonna just pick up everything and go somewhere new and just make it. Yeah. You're going to go to Atlanta and just make it, like, or you're just going right. to go to New York and you're a star now. Like, <laughs> I, I firmly believe in, I don't want to leave Cincinnati until I get it popping. That's, yeah, that's exactly. Goal. And it's like, what better place to start than where you're from, where you're Exactly, from exactly. I could and never... Like, people have been saying that since the beginning of time, like, oh, there's not ever shit to do in Cincinnati. Cincinnati is not shit and it's like I'm gonna leave this place and it's boring as fuck and then do something about it exactly your solution is to leave why won't you give back to the community that's giving back to you exactly people are people like oh your your shit sucks your media you know platform sucks it's like okay if it sucks so bad then you make your own you do your own thing. Yeah, feel free. Yeah, feel like free to show I, us all up, dude. Feel uh, yeah, free. I, I can. I, I want you to do that. It. Yeah, I <laughs> yeah. want you to. Like. Exactly. Exactly. So, what is like your favorite show that you've ever put on? Ooh. Um. Probably. Probably the first show I threw when I got back, it was at my friend Jake's girlfriend's house, Ricky. She's got this 
I had this really dope loft downtown on like Ray Street and you just got that whole city vibe and we had an art show with Feel Art um, we had Joey Makes, Alexander the Bear and ah, I can't remember the last person that was on the bill but uh, yeah they just killed it it was, it was amazing we were all in this loft about like 60-70 people showed up and this was like my first show just coming back so that was really cool. We had all the alcohol you needed. Um, we had a roof access. So it was just a really cool vibe being in, in the middle of the city downtown. Yeah. And there's like no place to park and people just still showed up. Like yeah. it, was, it, it feels good. It feels really good. But yeah, any show I do at Yesterday's is usually pretty good. Um, yeah, and all the Sensi Secret shows, those were all, all phenomenal. Probably the first Sensi Secret show is probably the one I'm, I'm probably most proud of. Just how we were able to all come together and yeah, shout out to Monty, Double Sin, College Beats, all people we're working with. They're helping DNA grow. So. Hell yeah, that's dope. Big shout out. So I'll also have to ask you more favoritism going on here. Ooh. I want to know your personal top five local rappers. Local. I was kind of thinking about this earlier, but um, I'm going to have to put Monty C. I'm a big fan of JB Lamage of YNO. He can, he can out-rap anybody I know. You'll see in the cypher. Um, I like Dale Gold a lot. I love Dale. He's, so he's phenomenal. Um, let's go Devin and yikes. I'm going to go Syria Monty. I love, I love her. She she can outwrap anybody as well. Oh yeah. I'm forgetting a lot of people, and I hope they don't listen again. <laughs> they don't mad, come reckless. Those <laughs> are I love everybody, but those are ones that stand out to me. Yeah, definitely. I still want Lunar to come back and make music. I know he's doing this whole like <laughs> videographer videographer thing, but I still. Hope in my heart that one day he comes <laughs> back and decides to jump back into rapping. Where, where on the street is he's he's trying to. Cool. I hope I can say that. Don't get mad, Luna. Because <laughs> <laughs> it's just like I don't know. Because Daniel was the person who really like reinvigorated my spirit for mm. hip hop and kind of like really made me fall in love with it again. Just because you can tell it's something that he's passionate about. Exactly. Which yeah. you can see that he's doing that through video too. Even. Mm-hmm. So oh, his cool. videos are ridiculous. They're yeah. next they're level. He, he works he works on the DNA set. He was down for season three. He helped out with all of season two. He's he he helps us out a lot. I appreciate oh, yeah. him to the fullest. Yeah. He's dope for sure. So what about your top your top five of all time? Ooh. Like anywhere, okay. Not okay. Top um, five of, all. of course, Kanye. Okay. I'm the biggest Kanye fan. Ever, I don't know. Just since like college dropout, huge fan. Um, Jay Z, of course. He's like my dad. <laughs> taught me a lot of things that <laughs> that no one else could teach me. Um, yikes. I like Common. Big Common fan. This is always hard. I know, right? I was just, I'm just like jumping back to my like sophomore in high school top five right now. 
big Lupe fan. I love Lupe. And I know I'm missing one more. Let's go. God, I don't even know. <laughs> I don't even know. Top five's always hard. It's always hard. My top five literally changes every yeah, single day. Yeah, it's just like too much. I don't even like listening to that much rap right now. Just what are you currently listening a lot of old stuff, like older rock, a lot of, of um, a lot of old R and B. I'm a huge fan of old R and B, like Shaka Khan and Diana Ross and Al Green and stuff like that. Like oh, yeah. pretty much shit that Kanye's sampling. Yeah. I like to go back and like listen to the actual sample, and it's yeah, it's fire. I love doing that as well. I think it's, there's a certain sense of like. I don't know, you just get like that genuine nature from the original from the original track and then you just realize how powerful it is. Yeah. When it's when it's recreated and reformatted in a contemporary setting, it just like really makes you appreciate kind of like the artistry of the public. I've, I've always been like that. I've been like like ever since Kanye's Through the Wire, I was listening to that with my mom and she was like, Oh, this is a Shaka Khan sample, Through the Fire. I know this song and I was like, Okay, this is finally I can kind of bridge that gap between my parents and the rap music I'm listening to because they were, they weren't real happy with me listening to rap music, yeah. but they couldn't tell me no. So it was right. like, I felt That's that it. connection, and that made me go back and like, look at the songs that were sampled, and then like going on Genius.com like yeah. back in the earlier days, and like, literally going through line line for line. Why did he say this? What? Who is this person he mentioned? And it's like, I'm just learning. I, I love yeah. to learn about the culture and. That's something I'm big on too. It's just like if you're gonna love hip hop and use it to like your advantage, like learn, you gotta the, learn the culture, yeah. Don't appropriate it. Yep. Like just with anything. Like mm-hmm. just learn. Learn about it. Pay your dues. Show gratification to the people who came before you and yeah. you're golden. Yeah, that's a big reason why I actually got into rapping when I did, is that because I appreciated the hip hop scene so much and like everything about what hip-hop music has to offer and I, I was just like spent hours just researching and researching and researching about it and um, so that's what like made me get into it and then I realized well I'm not really contributing to hip-hop in the necessary way that it needs to be contributed to right now right. so I'm just gonna pump the brakes <laughs> <laughs> and so like I stopped doing hip-hop and I started doing more poetry which kind of like fits who I am as a person that's hip-hop a lot better yeah I mean yeah it is. They're very similar. There's actually a thing on Rap Genius right now, and um, it's like a trivia thing. It's like hip hop trivia. Oh. And if you get like a certain amount of points and you make this video, you get to you get to like battle Vic Mensa in like a hip hop trivia. Oh. Yeah, dude, Damn. it's so cool. So like the first time I took it, it's like you have ten seconds to answer each question, and you get five wrong answers, and then you're out. So the first time I took it, I got like. 1200 and I was like bet and I was so excited so I just like kept playing it and kept playing it and kept playing it and then eventually I got like I think my minus score that I've gotten is like 2300 so far Ooh. yeah and they're like really hard questions too but I was proud of myself so you should take yeah, I would be curious it. to see what you would get on that the yeah. first time we'll do that when I get home tonight you should do it because I'll send you the link because they're really interesting questions they're like who produced this song by this artist or whatever and there was one question in there that stood out to me the most it was like 
um, a rapper from back in the day, and um, it was like, who produced this song for that for that rapper? And it's like, Lil John was the producer. <laughs> and I was like, what? Well, I didn't even know Lil John produced music. Like, yeah. <laughs> like I had no idea. When you're so that's learning. Cool. Yeah, and the cool thing, and that's just what I like about hip hop is you always are learning new shit. Yeah, like, I mean, I love other music. Like someone, someone on the um, when we were interviewing, I think it was oddly, he was talking about his transformation from hip hop to singing, yeah. and it's like he's got to say less words when he's singing and make it feel just as powerful as you can as rap, where you're like. I don't know how many how many words can you fit into sixteen bars. Yeah, like, exactly. So like, I always thought that was kind of cool. You could just, there's just so much to decipher and so much. I would just I would look at the lyric book or whatever. They used to come out in physical CDs. I don't know if you remember those or oh, not. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, I remember. Uh, yeah, just looking at the lyric book and like seeing who produced it, who you know what the actual lyrics are, and I couldn't. I couldn't imagine a time before Genius.com and where you were just like, someone says something and you're sitting there with your friend trying to like, trying argue, to yeah, like, is, argue, yeah. did he say this or did he say that? Yeah. And it's like, yeah, like Genius And it's cool clearly. now, yeah, it's cool now that they have like verified. Yeah, yeah. Too. So like the people who actually wrote the music can go in and be like, yo, this is actually what I meant. And yeah, this is what I said, this is what I meant. Yeah. So I uh, kind of, I kind of, Negative and positive for me because I used to like thinking like it meant a certain thing and then you find out it's like something completely it's like, different. And it's like, oh damn. damn, I thought my way was smarter. Yeah. <laughs> but no, that's how I analyzed a lot of Absol's lyrics because Absol is on some motherfucking other world yeah, shit. He's... He says some shit that like I wouldn't even like. Like we spoke him by the oath, like the letter P and N. I have to start watching CNN for you to CNN. Jesus like, Christ, dude, Absol is just the shit. Yeah, like him and Lupe, like, yeah, I would just, like, I'd sit there for hours just re-listening, re-listening, and you pick up on stuff, like, the third or fourth listen that you didn't hear at first, and... Yeah. That's, that's why I, I love hip-hop. Yeah. Yeah, I still listen to some absolute tracks from Control System, and, like, I'm like, oh, shit, like, mm-hmm. I've never yeah. picked up on that before, and this is, like, the 50 millionth time I've listened. Drop some new shit, Absol. Right. About Wait, time. TikTok, TikTok. All right, everyone time. else is... Right. Okay, I had another really good question. What does DNA have in store for the future? Ooh, a lot. We're gearing up to release our third season, August 2nd. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's going to be a lot of fun. A new location. If you've seen our other episodes, we were kind of... We are in that loft that we threw those parties in. Um, we're at Felsen House now, which is this really cool event space down um, on McMicken at the bottom of Clifton. It's an old brewery, so it's got this old kind of warehouse feel. That's cool. Yeah, so new setup, uh, a lot of dope guests. Uh, I actually haven't publicly said any of them, which I think this would be a perfect time to... Yes, fill me in! Give so, me the tea, gravel! <laughs> we got Jamie Shea, um, Oski Isaiah, Oddly, Moonbow, which they're, they're fucking amazing. So good, I love them. Um... Isai Morales, uh, God, I forget. Honesty, he won our fans' choice. We had a big tournament. He's getting like 500 votes a day, which is wow. beyond That's crazy. That's incredible. Yeah. That's so exciting. Yeah, Blase, she's great. She's about to drop a single that's going to set the world on fire, I think. Hey, look out for Blase. Um, Jay Banks from the Native Brand. 
They're doing a lot of cool things. I'm fucking missing a couple people. <laughs> You're like, like, oh like, shit, gotta get on. Yeah, I just <laughs> gotta get on my list. Uh, we also did a couple ciphers, which we had a funny story with that. We were waiting on people to show up, and uh, some of the other rappers were just like, "Let's just go in the room and um, you know start freestyle and start practicing." We had a we had a DJ there scratching and shit. That's so and, cool. Uh, we actually have like the microphone hanging over like a um, a pipe from the ceiling, so it's like coming down. That's so. It's awesome. gonna. It's, you should do that a lot. You should do yeah. like weekly cyphers, bro. <gasps> yeah. Oh my god, and get like local musicians to like fucking match up for the for the tournament for like Oof. the title, See, and then and then the person who wins the title gets to like headline a big show. That would we've we've done not a headline, but to get on a show before. The other two I forgot were POC, Patterns of Chaos, oh, right. which is uh, Jay Hill, one of the most talented rappers in the city, yeah, and the most dope. the most energy out of anybody. They were they were hilarious. Stolitics, which is a, a beat, he makes the beats. He actually makes them live on his pad oh, while wow. they perform. And then so uh, cool. Toph, he is a uh, plays the electric cello. <gasps> so and That's he raps amazing. he raps as well. So, That's so cool. Put them all together and it's. It's ridiculous, and Ali Sims, she's a model, and she's got a crazy single out right now. But yeah, we did those. We did two ciphers, and um, we did a roundtable with some of the city's like, I think the city's most important people. Uh, King Sharif from the Wiz, he hosted it. Nakia, she does, um, she runs Crown Chaser ENT, which is like promotion and. She got a couple artists under her wing. Matt Shear from Double Sin Magazine. Trevor from College Beats. And uh, Daniel Fame. He is Santino Corleone's manager. And oh, so yeah. he's a producer as well. He's got like a crazy album coming out with some really big names on there. And they really just talked about kind of what we're talking about. What Cincinnati needs to do to get to the next level. And all sorts of stuff. Yeah. But it's about 30 minutes and I was beyond uh, happy with the result. It's going to awesome. be really cool. So what does Cincinnati need to do to get back on that? We need to cut out all the petty hate between some people. Yeah. And I know people say Cincinnati's real clicky. Everyone clicks up and yeah. whatnot. It doesn't but have to be that way. It doesn't have to be that way and I don't necessarily see it as a problem as long as the, all the clicks get along. So everyone's going to kind of click up, you know, yeah. with people that they identify the most with so I think you'll get that anywhere but I think we're definitely on the way we just need to cut out the the hating in between between each other it's just yeah we're all trying to do the same thing right we need the dissolution of the ego yeah put the <laughs> egos down <laughs> real Buddha shit <laughs> for real right most definitely I think that's really important too because it's like I feel like oftentimes people feel like they're in competition with one another because it's like, oh, only one person from the city can make it out and can make it big and all the stuff, and everyone has, like, the same goal as, like, make it big, you know? Mm -hmm. But I think that if people kind of focus more on what they can do for the city and also focus on it, because you can do more, you can, you can fucking multitask, you can work yeah, on getting big and also work on helping your city. I think that's kind of, like, a backwards way of thinking about it. It's like... You get one artist to blow, then that brings a spotlight on your city. I mean, look what happened with Chicago a couple years ago. Like, Chief Keef got big. Mm -hmm. Kanye took notice. Then you have, like, the Little Dirks, the G-Herbos, the Little Bibbies, um, 
just whoever. Like they yeah. all came up at once. And same with Atlanta. Like, like the whole drug, the whole drug yeah. in Chicago was just birthed from yeah. Chief Keef. Like right. they kind of went through a resurgence from the whole art Kanye Common kind of era, and then a little dead for a little bit, and then you know, yeah. It took it took one one artist to do that, and they all work together. I mean, yeah, some fucking hood dudes can all work together that you know are in rival gangs or whatever like there's no reason we shouldn't just put the egos down and let's get to work i mean right let's put cincinnati on the map exactly hey so what advice would you give to people on how to help cincinnati thrive more than it is show up to shows um you know, it's very welcoming to go to a show. I haven't been to a show where anyone's, like, giving me dirty looks or, like, yeah. what are you doing here? Like, I know the artists appreciate it a lot. Just keep showing up. Just keep showing up to shows, sharing music. Um, just because it's not on The Wiz or, or whatever, whatever station you listen to doesn't mean it's not good or as good as, you know, a mainstream artist. Just, yeah, just keep listening. Keep supporting. Um buy merch from the artists like I know yeah. like just little little stuff like that because a lot of artists I know are coming out of pocket like right. we don't have big labels here throwing out money or anything all these artists are working hard working day jobs to support their their music dreams which is I mean I think it's awful I mean <laughs> that you have to go through all that stuff just yeah. to just to you know make a dope project that some people might listen to you know it's all a big risk so I would say support people that you that you genuinely like. Um, you're gonna find somebody that you like. Yeah. I know There's not so much talent here. How can you not? Yeah, exactly. So just go out, go out to shows, come to the DNA live events. Um, we're trying to do anything we can to, you know, help people out. It's it's gonna take a little while, but we're getting to it. Yeah, yeah. for sure. Because I've noticed when I've gone out to some DNA shows. I've literally just, like, danced in a circle with random people I've never exactly. met before, and they're yeah. all so accepting, and they're all, like, hyping my head, like, I don't know your name, but, like, get it, Let's you know? Yeah. And it's great, and it's really, it, it just, like, warms my heart to see something like that come to Cincinnati, because it's something that, that's been needed for a really long time. I saw it a lot, like, in, like you were saying, like, in the indie scene, in the mm-hmm. alternative scene, I saw it a lot in the hardcore scene, and, um, and so I think it's, it's about time that we have all kinds of motherfucking genres. Exactly. We should do, like, a bash of, like, different genres together. And then just do, like, a full-blown concert. That'd be wild. Like a, That'd be fucking sick. Like our own little Bunbury, but, like... Yes! Not as indie rock heavy. Right. Just so everything. Like, rappers. Fucking metalcore artists. Indie artists. Yeah. Like, like our own little society little warp tour. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That'd be it'd be, it'd wild. be wild. And, I mean... I think it'd bring the exposure from everyone because everyone says Cincinnati's so small and whatnot, but like, it's not. I know a bunch of people in the rap scene, and that's only the rap scene. Like, I couldn't even imagine. That's not even the biggest scene here. It's the indie rock scene. So it's just like, there's so many different avenues and styles and genres of music. It's it's mind blowing. Yeah. What do you think is people's biggest like? hesitation about getting involved or supporting people in the local music scene or not even their hesitation but more or less their struggle like what do you think the struggle is like why do you think people i think it's not it's the first time you know first time going out you don't know what to expect or um i know for me like for a while it was hard to get out to shows like it was just like 
oh, I'd rather sit at home and just not do anything and yeah. I've worked all week whatever but like once I got out there and I'm just meeting new people putting all these faces to these names that I've seen online and it's it's definitely worth it I mean oh yeah I think it's it's a bit of a bit of laziness and a, a yeah. bit of you know not wanting to go out and but, also like people don't realize what they're missing yeah because I know that like I have my days where I like I'm feeling real rough and I'm like I can't push myself out of bed and then I would do that like I did that for one of the DNA shows because like I was like I always like I always miss important shit like this because I'm always just being a sad bitch and I'm like <laughs> I literally like myself in the mirror like come on bitch get your ass out of bed like look cute like go to the show because you're gonna love it and you're gonna have a good time and then once I went and the first time that I went I actually that's when I first saw Deo mm-hmm. and um fucking amazing and literally like I was sitting there in the middle of everybody everybody's like you know, just, like, chilling, like, bobbing their heads and shit. I was just, like, sitting there, like, in awe. Taking and it then, all like, in. taking it all in and, like, listening to him rap. And then this this was the first time I'd ever heard him rap before in my life. And, um, and I was just, like, holy shit. Like, because for a really long time I fell off from the hip-hop scene. Mm-hmm. And, like, fell off from being involved in hip-hop at all because I went to the more, like, metalcore, like, hardcore genre. I was more, like, involved in listening to that kind of stuff. And then, like, that just kind of, like, being there and being in that crowd and in that environment and, like, listening to how much passion there is, I just, it just, like, really reinvigorated my love for hip-hop, like, all over <laughs> again. And it made me, like, excited about what Cincinnati is doing and what Cincinnati has to offer, and it made me happy to be a part of it. Yeah. Yeah, I, I'm glad to be a part of it, too. I'm glad there's this new upbringing of artists and everyone's like getting along all the rappers are getting along it's like the r&b singers have beef <laughs> and the rappers are all getting along it's just like it's 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 very crazy like um ynl uh, they they helped us out with um that pressure fest we did that and we had artists from all over on the bill we through one of, one of the days was at yesterday's had the biggest non-holiday night of the year there just like completely shut that shit down <laughs> and then we had privilege the next night or the next day it was a day party but just we need more of that we need different um different i don't want to call them clicks but different groups coming together like, yeah and what we're doing with double sin and college beats we're all media we're all media platforms but we're all working together right double sin is more hip-hop college beats fo- focusing on the college and djs and stuff and dna we're just all in the middle of it getting yeah. I don't I don't want to stick to hip hop that's like you see that's where our heart is but yeah uh, we're getting into more people like Moonbow I would yeah. like to get into them and um, and Oddly and yeah. stuff like that I would love to link you up with all the people that I know in like the hardcore music scene that yeah I've I was, seen. I'm not opposed to it I I like open, I, could, I got an open mind I'd like to yeah just, I mean, you just even have conversations with them as a right. human. Like, it's right. it's cool meeting these people and having an honest conversation yeah. with them. Because I think it's so easy to get put inside a box when you start doing something. Oh, yeah. Like, that's how it is with me and Uncensored. Like, like so quickly we got put into, like, a box of, like, okay, this is an open mic poetry night for high school kids. Like, this is what it is. Mm-hmm. But, like, we do more than poetry. We do music and comedy yeah. and, you know, and we do, like fucking Fred comes and he's 69 years old. <laughs> shout like, out to Fred. Right, shout out to Fred always, dude. And like, 
And so it's easy to it's it's easy to get put in that box, and I think that's important to kind of like, you know, show people that there's more to it than just like what you have right here. Exactly. Like, there's this whole other world that you can be, you know. Exactly. You just gotta, you gotta stay open and not get discouraged when people think you're this only this one thing. It's just keep fighting, keep pushing, keep doing all that extra shit, and it's it's gonna shine. I mean, it's gonna show. That you're more versatile than just high school poetry or right. whatever people are saying. Right, exactly. So, this kind of like goes off the last question that I asked, but what advice would you give to people who want to get like more involved into the hip-hop scene specifically other than just like going to shows? Like what other avenues can people use to their advantage? Um kind of just like sit back and really like look at what's going on I mean once you go to the shows and see how things are run but there's so many different things to like music besides making the music you can be on a street team put a street team together um, charge musicians to like promote their music um, you do a media platform like we're doing which I encourage I, the more there are the better um just like, dude, like, I don't know, just, like, make beats or, like, yeah. just, like... Like, even get, promote, like, yourself, yeah. like, fucking share it on Facebook and get people hyped or, like, about do it. podcasts, like, yeah. like, is anything, like, we have so much at our fingertips nowadays that there's, like, really no excuse to get involved, like, start your own, yeah, promotion Instagram, like, do that, you know. Yeah. You may have just done something. <laughs> it's, it's very easy. As long as you're, what I've learned, as long as you're doing something positive and um, selfless, you're not yeah. doing it just to like promote yourself, people are going to catch on and they're going to fuck with you. And I mean, I don't want to say it's that easy, but for us, that's that's kind of how it works. Yeah. I didn't I didn't know any of these people a year ago and now they're all, all buddies, all friends. Like, yeah. They can ask me for a favor. I can ask them for a favor. You really did the damn thing. Yeah. For sure. Thank you. You're welcome. Thank it was you. like, I saw you and Aaron were like off at college and like doing a thing at college. And I was like, damn, they're really doing, they're, they're really doing <laughs> shit out there. Like, props to them. And then y'all came came back and then just like brought the city like up with you. I had to, I had to get away from Cincinnati for, in order that to, in order for that to happen. Yeah. Because here, I was just, I was really distracted. I lived here my whole life. I didn't go to college right out of high school. I, yeah. I partied a lot. I had the same friends. We just smoked weed and yeah, got drunk and did right. whatever. That's what, it's that's the same thing. <laughs> I kind of noticed, like, not a knock to my friends because they're all, they're all doing big things now. But, like, they, they weren't in college. They weren't doing anything besides that. And I was just like, yo... I gotta, I gotta get out of here. Like yeah, before, before Aaron even like was gonna come along, I was like, I'm going out there. I gotta put myself out in the country, in the middle of nowhere, and I gotta get this done. Two years, I'll knock it out, come back. Hopefully, people still fuck with me back here. Yeah. But I went out there, and I was, I was, I was able to, you know, focus on what I needed to focus on, and I got my degree and came back and. I've noticed the longer you wait in between things, the harder it is to pick back up. So right, definitely. I came back and just you know hit the ground running and just threw a show. Like I think I came back in May, threw a show in maybe like the beginning of July, and yeah, from there I, I threw a show every month, except for this past month I kind of got a little burnt out. So it gets 
Yeah. It gets I'm, exhausting. I can imagine. But just gonna make this next show even bigger. July twenty seventh. Woohoo. It's my uh birthday party slash Oh yeah, that's how yesterday's right? Season three premiere. Who's gonna be performing at that yeah. one? I read Oski. the flyer, I don't remember. <laughs> Oski Isaiah is just one of the best performers in the city. It's just you can feel it. You can feel his energy. J B Lamage, who I mentioned earlier, and Isai Morales, who is um he used to go by EZL Loco and huge following on Spotify but I think some like legal stuff happened I had to change his name but he's dope as hell he's dope as hell hell yeah DJ Hope on the ones and twos can't forget him is that a Saturday or a Friday? it's a Friday I'm gonna mark that shit on my calendar and I'm gonna be out there hey hey and I'm gonna be hyping <laughs> it was funny one time I know I went to a uh, to a show and Devin was performing and like I don't know what happened but this is one thing that I want to say to everybody <laughs> listening. Literally, stay for the whole fucking show. Oh, my God. Don't stay. See your, see the person that you need oh. to perform and then leave. That is not helping anybody. No. That's not supporting the city. That's just supporting the one artist. you got to come to shows and stay till the very end. Because I was at this show, and then literally it was like Devin's turn to perform, and there was probably literally like maybe 15 people in yesterday's. When you know when that shit's popping, like, when I got there, there was probably, like, at least 200 people. Like, there was hella people there. It's and, aggravating. Yeah, and then by the time Devin performed, there wasn't that many people there. And I was like, what the fuck, dude? So I was just in the literal front row, and I was, like, hyping his head, like, <laughs> let's go! Yes! <laughs> and, like, that's that's the one thing that makes me the most mad. Not even just in the hip-hop scene. Like, literally anywhere that you go. Like, I have friends in Chicago that are in bands as well that I mm -hmm. um, have gone to see before. And it even happens then. Yeah. You know, and even bands that are, like, because like, some, of, some of the bands that I went to see that I'm cool with are, like, kind of semi-big where they're from. And, like, even it would happen to them. And it's like, it's you've awesome. got to come and you've got to stay for the whole show. Because if you don't, you might miss out on an amazing thing. Like, imagine if I would have left before I would have saw Deo. I would have fucking probably yeah, been mad myself. I've probably done that in my past and, like, probably regretted it i probably yeah. could have met someone really cool i think that was the whole point of the cincy secret shows and not releasing the lineup it was like you guys are coming here because it's going to be a dope event it's not because you're what you're going to see a certain person and then leave afterwards it was like you're coming because you know it's a good time you got that fomo and if you, you don't in yeah city. exactly and that's what i want dna to be is it's a brand, and you know what you're going to get with it when you go there. It's not like you're just going to go see one artist. It's like you're going because of the brand. Yeah, and, and you're going for the experience and the community that it is. Yeah, exactly. And exactly. I, it's very tough to to get rid of that problem, but yeah, I don't understand. That makes me mad. I just had to go on a rant for a minute. Yeah, because, I, like, <laughs> because that, like... It's at, aggravating. Like, even, even not, it, it even happens at Uncensored. Like, like, people will come, and they'll sign up, and blah, 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 and it'll be new people, too, that have never been there before. And then they'll come with a group of their friends, and then they'll read, and then them and all their friends will leave. And it's like, I get it, you know, people have lives, maybe they had something to do that yeah. day, you know, maybe they just needed to leave or whatever. But, like, it happens all the time, and it's just so frustrating, because it's like, it's discouraging to the other people that are there, and exactly. not the like, and, and the other artists. And the headline, like, the headliner, you give someone the headlining gig, and no one's there when it's time for the headliner to play it's like what's the fucking point of being a headliner if yeah that's what happened with our feature events too that's kind of why we stopped doing it too it's just because people would stay for the open mic and then leave for the feature and 
I mean, I'm guilty of doing that at other poetry events too, but a lot of times it was just because of my anxiety bullshit, not because I didn't want to, like, see mm-hmm. a person. But, and if I wouldn't, like, because that happened one time at Rose Street. I was like, because everyone was like, okay, like, we have this party to go to, da 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 and Rose Street's was also on mm-hmm. Thursday night. So I was like, okay, like, we can go. But then I was like, you know, actually, like, that's kind of fucked up, so I'm going to stay. And then I stayed, and the feature, which I didn't even know who the feature was that night, was actually one of my favorite poets ever. Damn. And I had no idea. And then I literally was, like, sitting there just like, fuck yeah, like, this is a dope event. Like, I'm glad that I stayed. And then the person, the poet, like, walked up on stage at Rose Street. And I was like, holy fucking shit. <laughs> like, dang, like, this is karma. Like, rewarding me exactly. for staying. sticking around. Right, like, and I was like, hell yeah, like, I'm glad I stayed. And, like, ever since then, I've never been, I've, I've never been the type to leave. Yeah, I, unless I absolutely have to, or like my anxiety's getting too bad, and I'm like, I gotta do it. Like, I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I don't, I don't like to get mad at those type of people that do that. I mean, it is bullshit and whatever, but like, it kind of motivates me to put on a better show. Yeah, true. And it's like, like yeah, I, like I always see on Facebook like, artists be like, oh, f you guys, man, no one supports me, man, Cincinnati, blah blah blah, and it's like. No, take that as a sign. Like, make them notice you. Make them want to check you out. Like, you're not doing your job as a as a entertainer or a performer. So if if no one's watching the donuts and alcohol videos, it's like, well, fuck. What am I gonna do to make them watch? You yeah, got you gotta exactly. you gotta like move like that. You can't sit back and be bitter. Like, yeah, you're just exactly. gonna look like a fucking hater. Or at least take that take that anger and like the bitterness that you feel and use it as motivation. Yeah, and put use it into it your craft. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. I think that's that's super important. I know that that's given me some, like, drive as far as uncensored. Because for a while there, we were kind of, like, falling off of people. And so I was like, what are we going to do to light this in the ass? So then I just started making more flyers. Mm-hmm. Started taking better pictures. Started just fucking trying to be more funny and, like, develop a better sense of humor. Because <laughs> I noticed that my jokes, I was telling people jokes and they wouldn't, and they wouldn't hit. Everybody would just be like... Okay. You're, you're fucking weird. Like, <laughs> like get off the stage. Like, come here before my bowl. I'm like, you're freaking me out with all your dad jokes. And I'm like, okay, well then maybe I should be less dad and more, more like. More Amanda. Yeah, more me. And then I start exactly. No, that's really what happened. Is like I stopped acting and started being myself, and exactly. that's kind of when I noticed people reacting more positively. Those little, those little things like they show when you're on stage. The little, you know, things, the genuine things. It, it. it it transfers into the crowd. If you put up an act or whatever, and people can tell that they're gonna yeah. be disinterested. Or de- disinterested. Yeah, people can read it right away. Yeah, it's all about the vibe you give off. And I want to know what your personal struggle has been, just for you internally. Not including anybody else, just including you versus you. Gravel versus gravel showdown. What has been your biggest challenge? Uh, um, honestly, money for real. Like, if it, it's just, I work a day job. I still have to, you know, pay all my bills, pay rent, and all that. And at the, at the end of the day, I'm putting all my extra money into donuts and alcohol, which I'm not complaining at all. I love what I'm doing, but it's basically just the startup, you know. Yeah. It's it's the financial. If I had the money, if I had like a rich family or whatever backing me or someone backing me, donuts and alcohol would be crazy right now. But yeah, I mean, 
but it's even amazing to see what you're doing without the financial back. Yeah. You know. And just, like we do all of our interviews and stuff for free. We don't charge any artists or anything, and it takes it takes a lot of time. And I and I also feel bad that I've got people working for me and they're not getting paid yet, which, I mean. I appreciate the hell out of them for, you know, sticking with me and the loyalty is going to be rewarded. Oh yeah. But just, it's getting people to, you know, stick with you and, you know, just believe in you, you know? So other than, other than money, it's just staying motivated and, um, waking up every day and wanting to stick to the same goals and trying to put all the other bullshit aside of bills and, what this girl's doing that I'm talking to or, you know, like, <laughs> what's up with that or, like, another shitty day at the job site, like... Yeah. It's just remaining focused and remaining dedicated to what I want to do. Yeah. And I think that's Which, important. And I know that's horrible. Because that's also what I struggle with with literally anything that I do. Yeah. Motivation is hard to keep. Mm-hmm. But it's important. And it's cool that, like, even though really don't have a lot of financial backing to DNA that all these people are still really like willing to help. it just seems like everybody's just still willing to help no problem exactly and, and that they're excited about it and that they're like pushing like pushing each other to you know do more and it's just really cool because it like shows Cincinnati loyalty and it kind of like shows that people believe in you exactly like they got my back I got their back I'm, I'm super big on loyalty it's if you believe in me when I'm here you know, broke boy, starting, <laughs> broke boy. Shit, starting shit up. Like, you're going to love me when I, I'm rolling in the dough because it's all going to go back into the Sensei music scene. Yeah. And, yeah, if I had the money to throw these crazy-ass events, I would be I'd be doing it. And But I'm just, I'm just waiting. It's a process. I'm only seven months into this yeah. project, and we've got a very small team. But... Gotta take the world by storm, man. World domination. I feel it. Literally just sitting here and talking. Like, that's why I, like, really like doing these podcasts. Because sitting here talking to people, seeing how passionate they are about what they're doing and what they're bringing to Cincinnati and bringing in their own lives. It just, like, really gets me hyped. I'm, like, excited about... Yeah, I'm about, too. Like, it makes me really excited about life. It's like, oh, I'll wake up and I'll be, like, super depressed one day. And then, like, I'll, I'll be like, okay, I need to edit this fucking podcast. And then I'll edit the podcast and I'll be like, damn, why the fuck am I sad? Like, exactly, so much cool shit is exactly. going on. <laughs> I think the other day, like, when I made that flyer to that show, like, I came home and I was just like, another day at home, like, I'm fucking driving me crazy my roommate. I live with, like, five other people. Oh, God. It's a big-ass house, but, like... I would die. Yeah, they're all, they're all my, like, really good friends, but still, we get on each other's nerves, and it's like, come <laughs> home, and I'm just like, I want some alone time, but then I was just like, you know, let me bust this, uh, let me put this flyer out real quick, I'm gonna release it tomorrow, I'm hyped, you know, like, <laughs> right. I got, I got a couple more, a couple more weeks until this, uh, whole Donuts and Alcohol season three releases, like, I, it, keep, it keeps me going, if I wasn't doing this, I'd be extremely depressed, I'd, yeah. I'd be a loser. <laughs> for real like smoking too much weed and just working a fucking normal job I mean if that's your thing no hate but yeah. I can't do it I gotta I gotta keep the ball rolling right. do something positive for the city yeah so for those of you who are listening go out and do some shit for your city please because it could make you happy 
you know? Start start with once a month even. Go out, meet some people, follow them on Instagram, follow us on Instagram. We'll keep you in the loop. Um, I promise no one's no one's gonna bite you or assault you when you and go out. And the shows out. are free. Like yeah, the shows, shows are, free. are free. All I gotta do is find parking and pay for gas. Like that ain't shit. I mean, it is shit. But Come like, meet so. up with me beforehand, and we'll take an Uber down, and you don't have to worry about the. There you go. With the parking. Like, so you have no excuses. None. <laughs> I will go to a show with you. That's that's probably my biggest problem is finding people to go to shows with. So I want to hit everything. I even want to like. I want to go see this indie band, Youngblood. They're, I think they're going to be at like the Taft Theater or something. I don't know any of my friends that are going to want to go with me. Bro, hit me up. I'm always down to go to hey, a show. And okay. I like every genre of music other than country. <laughs> so. Yeah, I'm not going to the... If you try to go to a Toby Keith concert, I got you because I love Toby Keith. But like, can you trust me? I'm sorry. I can't. I can't do it. I'm not going to any of those Riverbend shows. I'm sorry. <laughs> I can't. Dude, I feel like some people go to those just to drink. Yeah, but like, God, there's bars for that. Yeah. Playing better music. I was spend $60 on one beer to listen to somebody yippity-doo-dah, yippity-day in their country boots. <laughs> the Rascal Flats and... God, he knows how it is. Alright, so what's one more thing that you want to say to those who are listening? What do you want them to take away from this entire podcast of the too-long-don't-read synopsis? <laughs> Um, I want people to know that Amanda Stoddard is doing great things with her podcast and Uncensored Society. You've literally been been down since day one, just working, you know, working like I am, trying to do something creative, something positive that's going to give back. I think that's very positive. That's very important that we do that. Um, Donuts and Alcohol season three, August August second, Thursday. <laughs> uh, that we got the ciphers coming out, which are gonna be—they're gonna be crazy. Like they were rapping for—I don't know if we're gonna edit them down or what, but we got one that's like 15 minutes and one that's like 25 minutes. Just—you need to do those all the time. I love yeah. them. I'm so obsessed with ciphers. Like next time you do one, you better hit me up. I better be in your phone. I'm gonna—I will literally fly there if I have to. Like I do not care. I will fucking walk. Like I don't care. I love ciphers. Like hit me up. Like I gotta be the next one. Yeah, for sure. Like you're—you're you're gonna love it. Do yeah. Make sure you watch that. August second, Oski Isaiah is our first one, and come out to the show July twenty seventh. July twenty It's gonna be my birthday on the twenty eighth at midnight. So anything is possible, you guys. Anything. Get the G baby. That's Hennessy and Red Bull mixture. It's quite deadly but quite tasty. I might be. I might bring a bottle of champagne and pop it. You know. Ew. I'll do some some Bel Air Rosé, something like that. You know. There you go. Other than that, just. Keep keep rocking, everyone. Thanks for you know listening to this podcast, following what we're doing. Um, peace and love, you know. Peace and love, <laughs> and I'm gonna put all the links to everything on the website, on my SoundCloud, on my Twitter. So we'll all be good, and y'all have no excuse. None. No excuse. <laughs> all right. Yeah. Peace. <laughs> <laughs>